I am here with Edomar and Reynard. They're friends from high school, local high school here in Vancouver, or for them, Burnaby for me, Maple Ridge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, thanks for coming out here, guys. Uh, just want to ask some questions about school, uh, different topics about AI, uh, value of time, good habits, and anything. Go for it. Anything, yeah. any, anything on those lines. That's fair. So I'll begin by asking for you guys to introduce yourselves, give a short little description of who you are, and uh, what you want to do in the future. So my name is Itamar. Uh, I would say academic. Uh, I'm more academically inclined than most people, so I'm very privileged to have that. Um, but uh, I'm also decently athletic. I'm on the school volleyball team, and I play club volleyball. Um, I take some AP courses, some higher level courses. Uh, my average this year is a 92. So I'm hoping to get into UBC uh, for either comp sci or a combination of comp sci business or maybe even something like engineering. Fancy so, stuff. Yeah, fancy stuff. <laughs> Reynard, Reynard, you? I would say that I'm just breezing through school right now. Yeah. Uh, not really much homework needing to be done, but at the same time, I'm not really getting 100. I think my average is like a 95-ish. But nice, so higher than Edomar's. Yeah, he's a lot more academically inclined. As you could t you yeah. could also if you had a camera you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to edit uh, that part out. <laughs> <laughs> where, where where do you plan on going, Reynard? You have any idea? So, you know, I was thinking about going to UBC, but then thinking about it, it's just like you get the degree and employers don't really like care if you get it from well they do to an extent, but it shouldn't make a difference if you get it from UBC or somewhere like SFU. Although the quality of life in UBC or SFU is very different, in the long run, I'd rather not waste about two hours every day transiting to campus back and forth and I can't really afford to get a dorm either. So I think I'm just gonna go to SFU. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Nice, uh, any jobs you guys wanna get into? Like what's, what's your final goal? Final goal, I mean, Obviously. All the school, from all this education, from the university, what's your final goal? Final goal, obviously, well, for me, obviously, but it's not obvious for a lot of people. I want to own my own company, whether that's in real estate or any other industry. I don't, I, I haven't had much experience working under other people. Uh, I've, uh, unlike a lot of people that are entrepreneurs, I haven't hated the experience, but I think the upside towards being self-employed is just so much higher than being employed that... I think it's a lot it's a lot of a better goal for me to go for that rather than stay. Obviously, I think the path to that will be long and I probably will be employed for that path, but the end goal is to be self-employed. Mm -hmm. And again, being employed under different people comes with the experience that you get yeah. and a lot of the people I had on my podcast, successful people, they said that life experiences are really really necessary to get into these high positions. Yeah. So, and how about you, Reynard? You know... Final goal. Final goal is to retire at a young age. I don't really feel like owning a company, because if you own a company, you kind of have to take care of it like a kid until you're Fair a enough. bit old, unless if you want to sell it. But, you know, I'm perfectly content with having, like, a six-figure job. I don't really need to be a business owner, although it would be nice to have multiple streams of income, it's like, you know, I'm just completely it's fine. Just, it's just more safe being an employee. And it's just, yeah. the, the hey, if you're getting a lot of money anyways, what's the point of going self-employed, you know? Like, if I have a lot of money, then, then I guess I would take the leap of faith. But, you know, I'd be comfortable with the no. salary. Yeah. I spoke to uh, Jake Timms on my podcast. Don't know if you guys know who he is. He's a yeah. Uh, he's my best bud. We're actually yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a he's a motivational speaker. He is uh, the CEO of Legendary Leaders. Basically, he and his team help different companies grow from from a few million dollars to hundreds of millions of dollars. And one of the things he said was, when he was younger, he would always only focus on the money. He'd have pictures of money on his wall, fast cars, big houses, and he realized and he then realized that was the stupidest thing he's ever come to. Um, he said that your end goal should never be the money. The money is an extra plus that comes with the experience that you learn, right? So if you guys can, I know I know it's hard for especially as teenagers, yeah. not focus on the money because the world revolves around it. 
but it's important to think about money as an extra added bonus to anything that you do. So, just wanted to add that in there. Um, any, do you, do, do you guys do anything extracurricular? I know Edomar said he plays volleyball. Raynard, do you at all? Um, no. Rise of Kingdoms. <laughs> he grinds on Rise of I Kingdoms play Rise a lot. Of Kingdoms. I mean, if we're talking about like solid, like organizational, like activities, like, <laughs> if you're part of an organization like cadets, no. But if it's just like staying physically capable, then yeah, I'd say so. I've never had anyone who is on my podcast who went through cadets. Could you explain a bit about what that is and what like lessons you've learned from that? Okay, so it's very. You learn that in cadets, a lot of your strength comes from your peers. Because I'd say the number one thing that I learned in summer camp was that you have to, like, you can't just go through yourself. You have to, like, you have to work with your teammates. You have to rely on them. And it, if everyone there is capable, then you're going to get to your end goal faster if you just do it as a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually very applicable to a lot of places. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure, applicable yeah. to life. Um, yeah. <laughs> having, I mean, uh, deep, deep life lessons right there. Having, yeah, summer camp. Having, have, having friends that are, are like-minded like you and help you push through your difficulties and through your struggles will get you a lot higher than having no friends <laughs> and having no one like-minded. So it's important to get out of your comfort zone, go to some events where. Some where there are people that are similar age as you and you know get out there explore some things you're young you know there's no bills you got to pay nothing you got to really focus on for right now um but i I really say getting out there is is important um when you guys came in i wanted to mention you guys questioned my attire i didn't Um, question (laughs) (laughs) i just thought i looked sick (laughs) anyway Dressed very nicely. And the thing being uh, is because I read one of Jay Park's books. And the first lesson, which I really recommend to any of my listeners, which I recommend to you guys, is change three things about yourself for the next few weeks. Right? So, for example, uh, it could be for the better or for the worse. Right? So, for example, I wouldn't dress too nicely for my podcasts or anything. So I decided, you know what? I'll change that. You know, I'll, ch- I'll start dressing just a bit nicer. You know, wear some jeans, wear a dress shirt. Just like a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, make it, make, it, make it look a bit more presentable. And uh, that was one of the things I changed. And that example that I use is it's, 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 it's really important to change some things because you never know if they're good or bad for you unless you change, unless you experience it and you change it about yourself. So even if you change it for the worse, let's say you were eating pretty healthy, but there's no motivation for you to eat healthy, start eating not too healthy for the next week, and then you realize how bad that is for you. You'll see changes happening, right, and whatnot. You'll realize that that is a really, really bad, uh, really bad thing that, that you did, right? So you'll change that for the better after the weekends. So I uh, encourage anybody to change three things about yourself or read the book. You know, you'll learn a lot more lessons. Um, but change three things about yourself and uh, you'll, you'll get, uh, you know, further in life. Yeah, so how do you like this change so far? How, like, the fancy clothes? Uh, do you like that more than uh, casual outfits? How I mean, you feel like yeah. I, <laughs> I listened to this guy speak. He said, he, he said um, wearing, uh, you know, make yourself look more presentable presents no offense like a wall between you and your the students normies. or the people you're meeting with. It shows that like you're in the charge psychologically, album, and uh, it it kind of it it, it kind of brings out like a a different a different different vibe or different yeah. you know. Yeah. So that's 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 that. Anyway, uh, you guys you guys are my guests here, so uh, I'll ask you a few more questions. Um, AI in schools, I use AI in school. Um, <laughs> we can I, I, I can't say for the worse. <laughs> <laughs> Some for the better, but. Um, I use AI, and I want to see if you guys know about AI. I mean, you guys probably do, but what what do you guys think about AI, and how does did AI influence you and whatnot? Well, right now, AI has probably influenced me for the better. But if we're thinking long term, I think it's 
detrimental for society because in 10 years time you can't really know what's AI and what's not like if you look at a picture can you tell it's AI it's probably gonna be AI but you can't really tell but would you need to know that would you need to know that picture is AI or not it is a very well what if you were a photographer and I see, where, I see where you're going. Yeah, like, like cer- certain jobs are going to be destroyed by AI. Uh, like, f- for AI in schools, for me, um, uh, I use it not too much. I use it sp- very sparingly on, like, some people because uh, I just don't, for now, I just don't find it morally acceptable to use AI. Maybe that might change in the future. I know I know some other people in this room might not have the same morals as me, but um, especially since it's very, uh, well, it ha uh, for some people. I don't really know how to use it too well. Uh, it would be very easily detected if I used AI. I know some people in this room even know how to make it very hard to trace. But for me, I would not use it. I know a lot of people do. Uh, what I see happening a lot in our school, uh, especially in some of my classes, is that people use them for scripts so that it can't be traced back to them. It's how so they can say the script however they want and they don't have to submit the script to the teacher, so the teacher can't check if it's written by an AI. So that's where I see the majority of AI being used rather than something like an English essay assignment. So Mm -hmm. I just think it's very interesting how they try to use that in that way. Yeah, but I mean, it works. It works, yeah, it works. Don't get caught. Uh, (laughs) It's really funny though when like uh, I see some, because we had a lot of it and we're supposed to do speeches for it, and then I think two or three people might have used ChatGPT for their speeches, and it was very evident that they used it because they're talking and they're looking at their partner. And I was like, "What's this word?" When they're supposed to have written the script themselves, <laughs> like, "How do you say this word?" And they like show it to their partner, and then the partner tells them how to pronounce the word, and then they say it, and then like, you, and then like, you can also like, no offense to type of students that like use it. Like, there's obviously exceptions, but the large majority like, not too academically inclined, so. And whenever you see them use, like, complicated words, um, like, for me, honestly, like, it's just funny because it's just, it's really obvious that they're using external, you know, sources of help to, you know, assist them in making that speech. So I think, I find it pretty funny. But I think in the long run, though, uh, in the long run, it'll be very helpful, though, I think, uh, to society, just as it's such such a huge benefit. Yeah, and could why 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 do you think that's a benefit in the long run? I mean, think of all the stuff that AI can do, right? Like even for those, I'm not gonna say it, but let's just say not very academically inclined people to be able to produce a script like of that detail, and it's actually a decent script, right? In a matter of seconds, is just like mind blowing, right? And uh, like with enough experience right they can ai can write code for you it can write essays for you it can do it can even involve evolve to maybe even do certain tasks right there is so many there's literally limitless potential for ai and honestly i know a lot of people have said this i'm not the first person to say it but i i'm definitely on the support train for ai even though it will as reynard said destroy a lot of jobs i think the opportunities it opens up is you know more beneficial than it is oh yeah there's also limitless possibilities on the other way of where AI could go, and they could use it for malicious intent. But, you know, we're saying like it's the end of the world right now. I guess what's that's what I'm making it seem like. But in the end of the day, society is always going to adapt to yeah. the, po- the limit, like the possibilities of AI. So, yeah, it's like we just got to be more careful with it. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, the internet was invented, right? Uh, a lot of limitless upside but also a lot of downside like let's say the dark web right a lot of people tend to focus more on the upsides of the internet than the downsides right uh even though the downsides may get broadcasted a lot more than the upsides you use the upsides a lot more than you know you realize the downsides right like um i know a lot like a very small minority use the internet for its downsides majority use it for its upside so i think it'll be the same with ChatGPT, although it does have limitless downside not a lot of people are going to abuse it, and a lot more people will benefit from the upside than people that don't benefit from the downsides. Right. So. Another uh, another thing you could use to defend AI uh, is that <laughs> is that um, when the internet first came out, there were a lot of people that that didn't, you know, that 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 were scared of the internet, knew that the internet was going to flop, and that it wasn't really good. It was going to you know, kill society and all that. And to some people, it might have, yes, you know, degraded our society and whatnot, but 
I think I think overall looking at technology, it's improved our lives in so many ways and maybe AI could come to that or maybe it could be a total flop. So it's like it's it, it this kind of feels like us talking about it when the internet's coming out, us talking about, you know, how if the internet's gonna be good or not. Um, but I, I guess we'll see. You know, only time will tell. And uh hopefully Elon Musk's not trying to destroy the world and yeah. <laughs> doing good yeah, things. Elon man. I like Elon. Yeah. He's a bit crazy. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. He's, he's, he's one of those different... Yeah, yeah, he's literally, he's literally, like, a different human being. Like, who else, like, posts a picture of, like, Bill Gates on Twitter? With, like, uh, I don't know, he had a little pot belly in that photo, and he's like, this is how you get, like... He showed us the picture, and he's like, this is how you get rid of a boner really quickly. And I was like, what the... <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, this is the richest guy in the world, and he's posting that. Like, I, like, I saw that, and I was like, holy crap. Like, it was, it was a bit... It was a bit, you know, coming from someone... Like Elon Musk, and actually, one of my friends is gonna go to university with his son. Uh, oh. Reynard, Reynard also knows him. He's pretty, he's pretty chill, and like he keeps talking. Like we see him, like we hear him talk so much, like so much great, so many great things about the dude. Like he's talking to it, like about his son. Like he's the smartest guy, like he's ever talked to, and this guy's like really, really smart. Like Reynard, Reynard can attest to that. Like this guy, uh, I don't know yeah. if anyone knows what uh, Caltech is, but he's gonna go to Caltech. Like that's one, like literally like the top university. Is it that? Uh, uh, yeah, that California Institute, Institute of Technology. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk too much about him because he's not here, but uh, just his son is like, his son is really, really smart. And his dad is really, really smart. But he's also so relatable in so many ways, like that. It's just more remarkable to see a guy like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's fake. What Elon Musk? Like him being relatable, so that we, so that he puts <laughs> yeah, the neural link chips you think we're in our brain. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. if everyone has a neural link chips in the brain, I'm telling you, society is over. Elon Musk controls us. If neural link chips made you grow taller, would you take the neural link chips? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they won't. So I'm not taking them. You sure? <laughs> No, these Neuralink chips uh, plan to, well, first, they're testing them right now to just fix, like, disabilities or minor, minor things that, you know, humans struggle with. And then later, it might grow to the point, uh, a lot of people think it will, a lot of people think it won't, but it might grow to the point where people start using it for bad, everyone's going to have them, and our brains won't be our brains, it would be Neuralink leading our brains. But that I need to have Elon Musk on to talk strictly yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> so Elon Musk, let me know. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, uh, Neuralink, a hot topic. A lot of people don't want them yet, but just like with the internet, a lot of people didn't want the internet, but now it was forced upon them. Yeah, every, every <laughs> everybody every, everybody has them. Everybody has the internet. A lot of people have AI now. We'll see who has Neuralink. And who's gonna grow taller with them or not? <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm crossing my fingers, man. Yeah, for me yeah. and for Reynard. So, Edomar, how have you worked towards uh, your entrepreneurship mindset, entrepreneurship goals? How have you worked towards them, or are they, or are they all just a dream right now? And are you just dreaming like every other teenager who might get there someday, or who who is just dreaming? I mean, uh, I would say a large, uh, I'm part of it is still dreaming because. I, I'm not some, you know, efficiency wizard that can get everything done. Like, I, I'm lazy. But I say that compared to your average teenager, though, I have done m- a bit more than. Uh, I work um, in the school store, so that actually has a lot to do with the business because I'm pretty much self-employed. I'm the one that's buying all the stock, selling all of it, running promotions, making ads. So I'm going to be doing all of that next year. And I've started doing a bit of it this year. So that's just really getting my feet into actually running a business. Uh, Another thing, um, I've also done a lot of, uh, well, not a lot of, but I've done some extracurricular uh, business things. So I've attended, um, I don't know if you know uh, what they are, but they're called case competitions. So uh, a company presents you with their problem. You have a couple hours to fix the problem, make a presentation about it. So I did one at BCIT, uh, and I think my group got third place. So it was like a big event, and the CEO, cool. yeah, and then uh, and then uh, the CEO of Fairmont was like there, and it was pretty nice. And then mindset wise, though, you wanted to know mindset. Yeah. Uh, mindset. I'm reading a lot of uh, business books. What like rich dad, like the basic ones, like rich dad, poor dad, um, ways uh, how to make friends and influence people. Um, and then right now I'm reading. 
uh, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Would you suggest those books to others? Or Honestly, yeah, I, I really liked it. Uh, obviously, Rich Dad Poor Dad is a really good book, it's and a I suggest it's it's a classic. Like everyone should have, everyone should or should have read it already, right? Like it, it's 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 like the basic book that you need to read to have anything. Right now, I'm reading Think and Grow Rich. I think it's a great book. Um, there's a couple other books I have um, lined up. I'm a slow reader though, so. Let's see how long this one takes. But I, I think uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, I personally really like that book. I, I'd actually recommend it to a lot of people because um, it takes people's feelings into account. So a lot of times um, uh, they talk about how debating isn't really helpful at all because you're pretty much just... Because uh, no matter if you win a debate, both sides are going to lose because feelings are a big player in... Um, a lot of things in life, right? Even if you make good points, if it makes the other person feel bad, they're not gonna reciprocate. They're not gonna listen to your points and adjust into the daily life. So it just teaches you how to make people understand you through ways other than debate. And I think it's a very useful skill to have for most people, hmm. so yeah. How about you, Reynard? Uh, how are you working towards becoming a six-figure earner? <laughs> um, She's really smart. I'm doing well in school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't really like. So, do you think school's pushing you in the right direction and what you want to do? Not really. No. What 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 would you want? What subjects do you want there to be in school that would help you guide you a bit to after school? Well, you know, school is just. I feel like school as it is right now is okay because it's just training you to be an employee. But, you know, for some people like Yudamar, maybe school is not the best fit for him. But I actually wouldn't really make any changes to the school system right now. No? You'd keep it the same? I mean, maybe, uh, like, a course for me, dedicated for me. Like <laughs> Yeah, like, only Reynard. I, 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 I do agree. Uh, I, I like the school system as it is now. Uh, I think if it's... Uh, honestly, I think... A lot of people that say school isn't for them, um, I understand where they're coming from, but it's school isn't as like focused on a specific um, demographic as you think. Uh, you can treat school in a lot of different ways. Um, the way that um, I've started to treat school is um, just as a way to improve my work ethic. Right. So it's not necessarily that the topics that I'm learning are going to be applicable for me later in life. It's just the work ethic that I'm getting from getting my work in on time and taking harder courses than the average student. That's going to be helping me later in life because I'm going to have deadlines. I'm going to have things that school is teaching me now later on in life. And that's how I think it's going to translate for me personally. The high end students and the low-end students, they're trying to push them together. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know about your school, but in my school, I know some other schools around me, uh, they're trying to push them together, uh, taking top students, not giving them as much like support, just saying like, oh, good job, you were born with this, and that's it, right? But these low students that aren't as good, they're, they're helping them, giving them more motivation. They're not supporting the top kids as much as they're supporting the lower kids so it just moves the top kids down yeah. and every class or for me is saying it's okay to get that b c mm -hmm. uh d or i whatever you call it it's okay to get those courses you're in school doesn't matter as much and i feel like the smart kids it's pushing them lower yeah it's, to it's, the to, to, to the point where they don't want to uh you know keep working and keep you know moving up yeah like this resonates with me a lot because in grade eight uh, I was mostly a B student. I was getting like uh, like 80% Bs or something like that. Um, and then um, my mother, uh, I'm an immigrant, my mother's an immigrant, and she was not very happy with that. Uh, but then I kept telling her like, mom, uh, like these are good grades, like I'm getting Bs and As, right? And then she was like, no, I need you to get higher grades. And honestly, like, uh, I'm very happy that she told me to like focus back on school because even though I'm not getting amazing grades like Reynard, um, where I would like the path down I was heading down uh, after grade eight, like it probably would have went down more downhill from there. And honestly, that's just not where I wanted to be. So I'm like, and I agree with you, right? Like school, like I was perfectly fine with getting mostly B's, right? And I mean, for a lot of people, that's a good thing, right? But 
for me personally, I knew that I could do better than that, but I was just settling for it because everyone told me it was okay, right? So for a lot of people, they are very, very happy and they are very, they feel very accomplished with the grades that I got in grade eight. But I feel like what the school system is saying is, what they're trying to say is do your best and it'll be okay. But for a lot of people, it just says that, for a lot of more academically inclined people, it's just saying that, you know, you don't have to try as hard and we'll still accept you, which I don't think is a message that is very helpful towards, you know, growing teenagers and growing oh, yeah. people in general, right? No, for sure. I agree. Yeah. And then, Reynard, what do you think about that? Well, okay, back to your point about pushing the top kids and the, and the less academically inclined kids to, like, the same skill level. I feel like you can compare it to the rich and the poor, right? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't want to, like, I feel like there needs to be a rich and there needs to be a poor, just like how there needs to be the top student and there needs to be the lower students. Because if you try to put them all together, it's just not going to work. And I can't really tell you why it's not going to work, but it's just not going to work. Just don't mix well, right? Yeah. Sounds like communism to me. (laughs) Communism sounds good on paper, but... Okay, well, you guys are Russian. (laughs) (laughs) But, no. Just no. No. Nah. Yeah, no, fair enough. And then, while you're talking, you spoke upon uh, lazy. How do you... How do you surpass that laziness that you feel everybody feels lazy yeah they want to play video games all day they don't want to do the things that will you know improve them uh mentally physically whatever what do you like how how how, how did you oh, move man. on past that point because i know i know i know you were pretty chubby when you yeah. were younger yeah and you started working towards that goal of getting more in shape and now yeah. you're pretty much like perfectly in shape yeah and i love to see that for you um, what message do you give out to those people that are eating potato chips on a couch? And maybe for some, that's okay. Maybe they're down to live that kind of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know you aren't. I am not. And Reynard probably also isn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, Itamar, what do you what, 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 what do you think? How, how um, did you get past that? So, for me, um, uh, majority of my laziness comes from my phone. Uh even now, uh, I'm not saying, uh, like, as I said before earlier today, uh, I'm not an efficiency monster. I'm still lazy, right? But I'm a lot less lazy than I was before. Um, and there, there's two ways that that comes from. One is just deleting uh, or just completely getting rid of where your laziness comes from. Like, uh, in grade eight, a lot of my laziness came from TikTok. Like, I was spending four hours a day on that, right? So I just deleted TikTok, right? Uh, and then all of a sudden I had a lot more free time. Um, except with that free time, I didn't use it wisely and I played Minecraft. So then um, my mom motivated me to go to the gym. And I honestly, uh, my the gym, um, and then in summer of grade eight, she motivated me to do volleyball. Um, and those two things um, really, like I fell in love with those two things and I'm very grateful because if I didn't, I would still be a fat ass, right? Um, so for me, uh, it was just getting out and exploring uh, new options. Because for me, in the middle of grade eight, when I was sitting there playing Hypixel on my on my little laptop, um, I was not imagining that I would um, do anything active at all. But and I, that's why I think a lot of over uh, well not overweight, but just a little bit tubby people feel is just that you know. The gym's not for them, right? They, they prefer to be sitting at home on the couch. But for those people, I encourage them to just go out, try it a couple times. Maybe you'll like it. Because it was the same thing for me with the gym, same thing for me in volleyball. I, like, my mother had to drag me to that camp um, for the first couple of times. And then only after those first couple of times, I started to like it. So that goes back to, like, your point about change three things about yourself, right? So I think that that's a very, there's a very good lesson there where... You might like where your life is right now, but if you just change a couple things about yourself, you might like your life even more. So, um, personally, that's 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 really what motivated me to lose a little bit of fat. And um, even now, though, uh, even a couple months ago, I was like, <laughs> I just moved on from Instagram 
to uh, uh, sorry, not from Instagram. I moved from TikTok to Instagram Reels, which is even worse. Uh, and I, I was on Instagram like four or five hours a day because Instagram isn't just for reels. It's also for messaging. And like I was spending so much time on reels and just like literally looking at posts of like people I didn't even know about. Right. Like, why do I care what fucking Jessica from like, uh, I don't know, like what's the random city? Richmond. Right. Why do I care about Jessica from Richmond uh, posting about, I don't know, her best friend's 17th birthday? Like respectfully. I don't give a fuck, okay? Right? Like, so I, 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 I like, and also Reynard deleted his Instagram before, before me, right? So I was motivated, and then Matthew never had Instagram, so I never, uh, you know, I, I was around two guys that already didn't have the platform, and then I was like, well, like, what's the point, you know? Like, so I, mm-hmm. I took it, and then I deleted it, and I just had so much more free time to just uh, do a lot more. So I, I, uh, in, like, so first half of the semester two, I was getting a 71 in physics, uh, AP physics, right? So it's a it's a decently tough course, but 71 is still a really, really, like I think it's the worst grade I've ever gotten in high school. Uh, or yeah, in high school, I don't know when she's school, I got pretty shit grades. Um, so then, uh, and then after I deleted it, my grade, I, I think I finished off with an 83, which is still not the grade I wanted in the class, but mm-hmm. I did make up like that was the biggest academic comeback that I've like ever had right. in any anywhere, right? I was hoping for the A, but I didn't get the A, which is I mean a bit sad, but right. I understand that I think an eighty three is a respectable grade. So it's something it's something that I, you know, took action upon. I deleted it. My grade I and I just saw immediate like results school wise, had a lot more free time and just yeah, I wasn't on my ass all day. Now, I don't know. Now I'm just on YouTube a lot more, but YouTube's a lot of a healthier platform to be on because I'm watching a lot more educational videos as opposed to random shit I find on Instagram, you know? So, right. Yeah. Right. And how about yeah. for you, Raynard? You know, it's basically the same same story as Edomar's. Yeah. So I'm not going to flame him for YouTube shorts because I'm literally on YouTube shorts myself. Yeah. But, you know... I do disagree with the educational stuff because I guarantee you I cannot recall a single YouTube short except for like Joe Rogan's podcast on how a bear can climb a tree. No, no, no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about like long form YouTube videos because uh, I'm watching a lot more of those. Even though I still watch YouTube shorts, it's a lot more yeah. of long form content as opposed to like Instagram because Instagram mm-hmm. doesn't even have those options, right? So on short form, I'm spending a lot less time than I was a couple years ago. Yeah, it's it's good. I remember a few months ago, I was tracking my screen time. I would barely get like two hours a day, and then I just straight up relapsed. Mm-hmm. I think I'm now hitting around four average. That's not good, but you know, a lot of it comes from Rise of Kingdom, so I think I have to delete that app ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, we have like some some guys. They seem like good influences. Like they're doing really really well in school. And I mean, they're they're really social guys, and I I love I love them. I'm not gonna name them, but I mean, like every single time I get home, bro's like, "Do you want to hop on Minecraft? Do you want to hop on Rise of Kingdoms?" And I'm like, "No, I want to do physics." He's like, "No way, you're having one of those productive stages again." And I, <laughs> I mean, like I resonate with him, but at the same time, like, and I'm still I'm still gonna stay friends with him. Just you know, he he does he does have. He, he is not, like, a complete lazy, you know, type of guy. Like, he's he also gets at it a lot. But, you know, it's not it's not the best to have someone that, you know, like, you, you motivate me, right? Like, anyone okay. that you're around, right? Like, you motivate them. You call me a fat piece of shit when I was fat, you know? So <laughs> I, I, I'll attribute that a bit to me getting a bit leaner, right? So uh, it's, just, it's just really just the people you're around, right? So... I mean, to, for him, I think he brings more positive in my life than negative. And the people that have brought more negative to my life than positive, uh, I mean, I've gently, slowly started, you know, meeting with them less and less and less. Yeah, one of the things that a lot of uh, very successful people say is that you are the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. I think it goes something like that. Um, but anyway, find... Someone. You gotta... Yeah, something like that. You gotta... You, you, you gotta find... 
very good friends to surround yourself with that'll influence you, like-minded people that'll push you to your goals and only help you not drag you back. Um, so I think that's very important. That's kind of like uh, your age mentor. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of mentors, any mentors for you guys that helped you, uh, for you, Itamar, you, you, you talked about your mother pushing you to those yeah. grades. Um, any any other ment uh, mentors, not only academically, maybe academically, yeah. business-wise, whatnot? Sure. You got well, any? I don't really have any mentors. Well, it's capstone preparation. You know, I just named some random teacher. I wish I could have my dad as a mentor, but you know, he works about, he works all the time. We're an immigrant family. Gotta put food on the table. So Real. I could only like, I guess, I'm trying my best to learn from as many other sources as I can possible. I think I should find a mentor, but I don't really have one right now. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, for me, uh, um, I mean, I want to say my mom is, I mean, obviously for a lot of people, like their mother is a huge part in their lives. Uh, I wouldn't, uh, I would say she's a mentor, um, just in how she's brought me up. She's brought me up to be who I am as a person, and I'm very grateful to her for that. Uh, another one, though, is um, actually your uncle, <laughs> if we're being honest. Uh, so Matthew's uncle um, owns um, owns a company. I actually uh, had him on my first podcast. Yeah. It was, it was first, a good podcast. It was, so it was, it was a good listen yeah, to don't, it. Don't listen to that one, maybe. <laughs> or maybe do. Go for it. Uh, but yeah, he owns uh, what kind of company? Uh, he, he owns his own financial company. Yeah, so he owns his own financial company, and he owns... Um, uh, and uh, recently, over the past what year and a half, two years, right? Two years ago, um, he reached out to Matthew and I, right? Or was yeah. it just you? And so he actually uh, two years ago, every second week, we'd meet up with him, and then we take, and then he teaches little by little about just in depth about stocks and everything economics, right? So I learned a lot about economics uh, in general, like economics and money, through him. And I mean. And then I took economics in school, and then like I already knew everything there and more, and it was just so nice to just, and everyone else in that class was struggling too. Like maybe average was like somewhere around the eighties, and I was getting like a ninety eight hundred percent in that class. So it was really really nice to have uh, just that 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 mentor there that prepared me not only for that economics course, but just so much more than that. Just how to how to buy stocks, how to. Uh, like just see what a company's earnings are and see if they're bad or good how to analyze stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. um, like stock tickers like what does the candle mean, right? Uh, inflation, what does that mean? Like I learned that a year before I learned that in my economics class, right? So so easy for me to realize what it all was about in that class So it was just really really helpful for me to have someone like that just teaching me in my learning years so. And we all think mentors are important uh, how are there any advice? You, you don't have any mentors, Reynard, so I won't ask you, but for Itamar, uh, is there any like advice of like finding good friends? I mean, Reynard has good friends, so you could give some advice on that, but any advice on how, uh, how to find like-minded people um, for, for, for folks who are sitting at home and not really going places, not finding anyone, don't have any mentors, don't have any motivation, how to get them out there to find mentors that could help them push to new limits, new heights? I mean, new mentors, new friends. I mean, for people that don't go outside. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's uh, always, it depends on what kind of mentor you're looking for, right? Uh, there's, there's mentors that can help you get better at video games. That's what you want to do. And you're already playing a lot of video games. I'm sure you're going to find a mentor that'll help you out in video games. If you're, um, you just have to, uh, I feel like a mentor will come naturally to you if you start doing the thing that you want to have a mentor in. So if you want to have a mentor in um, something like a sport, a sport like basketball maybe, right? Sort of like maybe like football, um, you just play the sport. And eventually there's going to be someone that sees you and just puts you under their wing and teaches you. Like I remember I was playing volleyball at uh, uh well, like a court like I begged uh I asked one of the guys uh there to let me use the court and he was like sure and then like uh he sees me serving and then he just gives me some serving tips and that serve I used for like a year so it was like really effective I think it won us a couple games so uh just play do interact with the thing that you want to get a mentor in or improve drastically upon 
and um, there's maybe there's a website maybe, maybe there's websites for it maybe there's like findamentor.com right but mm-hmm. I think the best mentors come naturally uh, for me right like it wasn't like I was looking for a mentor when I found your uncle right I was I was just you know I was just a kid right and he right. came naturally to me and I'm very grateful he did right so I think but if you want a mentor and you don't want it to you know just come out of the blue I'd say do the activity that you want to get mentored in and just mm-hmm. maybe live and breathe that activity and then eventually someone will come along and help you out. Okay, so yeah. you suggest that mentors come naturally, you can't really Can't really, one. can't. Yeah. I mean, you can you obviously could. hire one, right? But I, I, I would say that it's not really, I, I, obviously you can hire, you can buy a course, you can get a mentor like that, but that's not really what, I think maybe that can be a mentor. You can obviously hire mentors, but in my experience, it comes from like um, doing that. So like we, uh, me and Matthew, we take private uh, lessons for volleyball. Um, And uh, uh, Matthew uh, was doing this like uh, volleyball drop-in with some grownups and he met, and he met our private trainer. It wasn't like he looked online and searched for this guy. He saw him play. He saw how good he was. He asked for tips. The private trainer told him that he did private lessons. And even though we did pay the private trainer, we found him naturally. So it's, uh, it's not like you have to have him for free, right? You can still pay the guy, but you can also just find him naturally as well. Okay. Yeah. In its natural habitat. In its natural okay. habitat. <laughs> Raynard, how about advice from getting friends? For those people who play don't league all day. Like, <laughs> no, no, I actually do remember now that I have a mentor. Okay, so go mentor, for it. It's, I completely agree with Itamar. You do find your mentors in the natural habitat. Because <laughs> I remember I was trying out for the tennis team, and during the break, I was just like, damn, I, I, I want to make this team. So I went to my local tennis court, and I just started practice serving. And then I found this guy. His name's called Ryder. And <laughs> he's your mentor. And he's basically my mentor because I've never played for a single. I've like, I've been playing tennis for like less than a year. Mm-hmm. I've never paid for a course. I never even like touched a racket before this. And then, basically, he's taught me everything I know about tennis now. And now he's done it all for free. It's because mm-hmm. I find him randomly on the court, and he's like, "All right, I'll teach you." Because mentors, they're often pretty nice people, and they're happy to share their knowledge because what they're doing is they're usually passionate about it and they want to see people do what they're doing. Yeah. 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 So, so one of the things that I had Jay Tim say on my podcast was get out of your comfort zone because life will be uncomfortable and you won't have your sweet spot if you want to become successful. Um, so get out of your comfort zone, go to some open court or open gym or whatever, whatever it may be that you're interested in and you'll find someone naturally. If you don't find them on the first three weeks, keep going, you'll find someone eventually. So, so that, that, that would be our little uh, talk about mentors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh wait, Raynard, you haven't really talked about your fitness journey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my fitness journey? What, 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 what got you off that. the couch? You, you said deleting some of your apps got you off the couch, but uh, any, any other things with Edomar, there was fitness with you, was there something else, or did fitness also play a big role? Fitness, yeah. I mean, fitness for Irmar, fitness is uh, is mainly muscle building and yeah. aesthetics, right? Yeah. But you gotta remember that he's inflexible. What? Like, <laughs> what? He can't. He can't even touch his knees, probably. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was crazy. No, we were doing leg curl no. for the machines, <laughs> and it was on the highest setting, and Edomar couldn't put the weight down. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. So like, you know, fitness is also eating healthy. Yeah. Edomar doesn't eat healthy. No, <laughs> that's true. That's just I, I just burn a shit ton of calories, and that, no. that's how I stay but fit. That's how I stay lean. Edomar also does a lot more activities than I do, and he's a lot more jacked than I am. Like he has a lot more weight and muscle. <laughs> But, you know, I think of my physical well-being as nutrition and a bit of fitness. You know, I want to be capable of benching my own body weight and being able to run without cramping for a long time. So, right. you know, a lot of what I eat, I take, like, I take a good time thinking of what I put into my body. You know, I wouldn't drink blue Gatorade because of the blue dyes. I wouldn't drink... I don't eat. I don't do that shit either. 
You eat instant noodles two times a day. No, I had that one. I did that one time, and I haven't had instant noodles like for a couple months. So. That's respectable. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think you just you gotta think about what you put into your body. That's, it's gonna hurt you in That's like forty years. Yeah, there was uh, the third guy or the fourth. I had I had uh, what is his name? Brandon Leong. He is a gym owner, and he said there are three things to become fit and become healthy. First is diet really important nutrition all that good stuff is really important because without that you could be eating extremely unhealthy or healthier than Edomar um, and be working out and you still won't get the ideal results that you want another thing is fitness obviously going to the gym you know and then the third thing would be accountability you know having that accountability for everything you do staying on on on, on top of what you do and things like that so like being disciplined so yeah, yeah 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 so you know having having that discipline having that motivation Having that accountability, is, which was the word he used, is really important. And I think, well, for me, it reflects for me, because I recently did a uh, challenge called the 75 hard. Uh, not sure if you guys uh, have heard of it. Transition. But, um, uh, <laughs> but, but it's this challenge where you have 75 days, and I'll talk more about it on this new segment I'm doing for the podcast called Teen to Fitness where I'd sit down with different friends that have done different fitness challenges, and we'll just talk about, like, experiences and whatnot. Um, but I'll talk more about that. But for uh, the fitness, uh, but for um, the 75 hard that I did, basically 75 days, and there different challenges you have to do. Like, you have to do a workout inside, workout outside, at least 45 minutes every single day, eat healthy, uh, drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages of a book, and so on. Right. So this is the things. Th- these are the things that I've been doing for 75 days and actually just ended a week ago. And there's so many valuable experiences that I learned. I'll share more about them on this new segment. But for a quick recap, I think the main thing that I've learned that I think everybody should. Should should, should take away from this is that um, your body is adaptational, like your body adapts really quickly in so many different ways. So if you want to do something that you're incapable of doing, quickly change that up and adapt your body to that. Use different techniques, which I'll talk more about on the new segment, but use different techniques and that'll obviously bring you to to your desired uh, successes. So I'll, I'll, that's, that's, that's my challenge, 75 hard. And again, Itamar and Renato, uh, Renato. Good shit, <laughs> <Raynard>. you. <laughs> Wrong person, sorry. Reynard wanted to start uh, 75 hard, but they didn't. Uh, have you guys started it since? Or? <laughs> I mean, we could start right now. We could definitely start. We could actually. Will you start it right now? No, I'm done. So you're starting tomorrow. What are the, what are the requirements? So the requirements are minimum 45, uh, 45 minutes workout in the gym every yeah. single day. Right. And all the things I'm listening no, to. Indoors. Are not indoors. Is it not indoor it workout is. and then outdoor workout? It is. So, so I can just do volleyball forty five minutes a day. So forty five minutes. Forty five minutes outdoors. So so but 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 they, but they mean for indoor workout like weightlifting. So like training muscles that you wouldn't normally train for like example like for like volleyball, right? So weightlifting, right? And you can't skip leg day, right? So what? upper body and lower Who said body, that? cores, you know everything, right? So uh, indoor forty five minute workout with weights. Outdoor 45-minute workout, so that could be volleyball, could be running, going for a jog. Um, if uh, again, again, this. So, so when I did my 75 hard, I changed up a few little things. Uh, so, for example, drinking a gallon of water a day, which is like three and a half, 3.6 liters. I'm pretty sure it is uh, a day. Um, is for me as a 16-year-old, isn't too. Uh, healthy because it washes away all the bad things, but then it it also washes away good things like electrolytes. And because I I started this I I have been doing this new challenge where I don't eat sugar, which I'll talk more again about on the team to fitness. But uh, I don't I don't have enough electrolytes in my body, so that's why I didn't drink as much water. Um, but I I still do drink a lot of water and I love water. And you know I I I don't like that Gatorade color stuff. I love water. And I know Edomar does too. You probably do too. So, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, the requirements. Sorry. Uh, so, you have to have, a, like, a strict diet plan. Right? So, no cheat days at all within the 75 days. Or you just restart. Right? So. Or, yes. Or if you fail one day, you have to be true to yourself. Right? You have that. This is why I started it with two other friends. Because we gave each other motivation. Um, they also do it? 
they they did. So I had Juan, who I had on this podcast, mm. uh, did it with me, and I'll I'll bring him back to talk about the fitness journey. And I had this other friend, Lucas, who I'll also on the Lucas next or Luca, or Luca, yeah. um, Luca Panos. He I'll, I'll have him on the podcast for another Team Two Intelligence because he and his friends started this super interesting um, uh, marketing website. And uh, I'll have him on here too because he did a uh, he did seventy five hard with me. So that was so the requirements were indoor forty five minutes, outdoor forty five minutes, have a strict diet plan. Um, and when I mean strict, I don't mean like eating a vegetable a day and then you're good for the rest of the for the re- for the rest of the day. But I mean like every single meal has to be planned and coordinated. So you have your greens. Your bread, I don't know. No, I just had to follow a diet protein. plan. Right, so 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 follow follow, and it sh- and it should be strict. That's why in the rules it says strict diet plan. Doesn't say diet plan. Pretty sure it just says diet. Plan. No, uh, well, uh, what what anyway. I'm getting from the seventy five hard is though that it's it's not too hard. It's just it forces like obviously it's hard, right? But it's not it's not dictating every part of your life. It's just saying what you have to do and then your life kind of change it's it's not telling you to change your life it's giving you these set of things that you have to sh- change your life in order to exactly get to. and you and your body for the first two weeks it'd be crazy hard but after that your body will adapt naturally and it wouldn't after the first for first two weeks are going to be pretty fun but mm-hmm. they're going to be pretty hard later it's going to be easy but towards the end last few weeks it's going to also be very hard so watch out for that yeah but uh well what was, oh yeah read 10 pages of a book mm-hmm. and uh the, the the challenge is you read any book, but I challenge my friends and myself to read a like a self help book yeah. that would you know not not only be an interesting read but also beneficial for yeah. us. So I read, I read a few books. I, one of the books I I read was A Minute for Yourself. Forgot who wrote it, but Minute for Yourself, pretty good book. It just teaches you how to spend time on yourself in a really busy schedule. Um, another book I read was The Psychology of Money which Alexei, the guy, uh, my uncle who I had on my very first podcast, uh, told me about. Very interesting read. Highly suggest. Um, so, yeah, but there are lo- uh, after doing all these challenges, there are a lot of things you, you'll learn, a lot of things that you'll see changing within your body and whatnot. So I, I, I think it's really beneficial. And uh, you are you guys down starting it tomorrow? Yeah. And, like, this podcast, like, I just if you lose that. motivation, though, you go to 58 Minutes, on this podcast, roughly, and you'll listen back to you saying, yes, I'm going to do this challenge. You bet. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Wait, so then, Yeah, but I'm going to be in Indonesia. You could do it there. Yeah. That's, that's just an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> you could do it there. <laughs> hey, man, you already said yes, dog. I, I don't know. I just need a diet. I just do Diet it. plan. That's all I need. Email Mr. Kinefira. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what well, 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 helped Juan? He didn't. I had. I had a. Uh, I have a friend who, or not a friend. I have a friend of a parents or of a parents who who helped me create my diet plan. But I know for Juan, he didn't. He searched up online the main things you need, how to properly uh, source them out and whatnot, right? And uh, he did a bit of research, so you could do it that way and whatnot. But I really, really challenge you guys to do any challenge. It being 75 hard, which you already committed to, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or any other challenges, you learn so many things. It's not the fact that you finish and your body looks a bit better. Well, it, it, it's it's that, right? It's it that's ooh a good a good analogy would be that would be your that would be your uh, money. Like I said, you shouldn't focus on your money at the end. So you shouldn't focus on how you'll uh, how you look. We should first focus more on the journey because the experiences you learn throughout the journey will be way more valuable than the money or how you look. Right. So, so do you do you still follow like what rules of the seventy five heart do you still follow after finishing it? I'll talk more about that on the fitness oh, podcast. Just so I can save a fitness. bit more from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh but there are a lot of rules and the main thing I said was your body be able being able to adapt. Again, I, I before before I did this challenge, I would go to sleep at like one AM like every other teenager, you know, watch some YouTube, watch some Netflix and then I'd wake up at seven or whenever to go to school, right? But after this challenge, I sleep. I fix my sleep schedule. I'd go to sleep at like really early, like nine. Properly sleep until I'd wake up at five thirty because I'd go to the gym, or I wake up at five. I'd go to the gym at five thirty, right? Because I, I, I'd go before school because I just feel, I don't know, it's more beneficial for me and it mm. works better for me. So I suggest uh, another added yeah. challenge would be going in the morning. Yeah, that's why I like the seventy-five part a lot because it doesn't tell you that you have to wake up early. It just 
you know, you kind of have to wake up early in order to fit all those tasks. Right. It's, it's, it's for your own self. Yeah. So, so you guys are starting it, and tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow would be July 4th. She's gonna have like one vegetable. No, 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 no. A the proper food plan and no cheat days. Three vegetables. Okay. I'll email Mr. Kinishita right now for you. That. So you have to. Yeah. So uh, create it. And uh, I, I, I had a teacher after I told the teacher, we'll finish this up. I know it's taking a bit too long, but mm, I had, I, I, I had a teacher who I came up to. I won't, I won't name who or he, uh, who, uh, who she or he is, but uh, I told him about my plan, and they said. And they said, oh, you shouldn't do that because, you know, once in a while you might want a cheeseburger from McDonald's or once in a while you want, might want to eat that, uh, you might want to eat that chocolate cake or whatnot, mm-hmm. right? And, and and I said, no, I'm committed. You know, I really don't care what you say, respect, or, you know, I, I, I respect you, but I don't care what you say. I, I've committed to this challenge and I've got, you know, a long way to go and I don't want you to mess with my mindset. So, mm-hmm. uh Goodbye. <laughs> but anyway, so it, <laughs> it's gonna be it, it, it's gonna be hard, but there's gonna be so many benefits that you'll see added. Anyway, I've been rambling for too long. Last question: Any podcasts or books that you'd suggest for students that you've read that helped you with your motivational grind or mindset or anything that you'd suggest I mean, for students or for anyone? Uh, I mean, it really depends where the students want to go. Like, I listen to more podcasts that are tailored for me as someone that wants to be self-employed later on in life. So for um, for those, uh, I have this podcast. It's called The Mindset Mentor. I really like that podcast. Uh, it's like a, it's short. It's like 15, 20 minutes. And uh, it, he doesn't interview people. It's just him talking into the mic about, uh, you know, different different problems that you might have with your mindset and how to fix them, and I think it's just very helpful. For obviously for people who are not like me, it's not very helpful. But for me personally, it's very nice. Yeah, I've listened to that podcast. Great yeah. guy, highly yeah. suggested. Yeah. And then Raynor, for you. Um, for me, I think the number one, like a very important thing, actually, maybe not number one, but a very important thing that every teenager should learn. Doesn't matter who you are, is you need to up your charisma. It, it it doesn't matter like if you're I mean I guess it does matter if you're a millionaire but if you're a creepy dude who has a really bad neck hump can't talk to anyone can't talk to girls can't talk to guys it's like no one's gonna like you so a YouTube channel that I really like is called Charisma on Command and you learn Riz you learn Riz but most <laughs> importantly you learn connection you can like so for Edomar I know he wants to be self-employed but if someone wants to get a job you need to have like a good first impression with your boss. You, and if you're if you want to start a business, you need to have a good impression with your investors. You need to have a good impression with your employees. You need to you need to get to like you need to be respectable. You want to have people to like you, and you know charisma is how you do it. Are you taking psychology at all in school? No. Okay. Well, I suggest you take that if you like charisma and things like that. Because that's what psychology is on. I don't know. Again, Something's any, any, any class depends on what teacher you have. Because you know some classes or some courses they might be great, but the teacher isn't so great, so you might not like it. Um, but even if you have a bad teacher, I suggest you take it, try it out. Because psychology is all about that. Having a f- good person, it's about body language, communication, how to yeah. talk properly to someone. There's, there's, there's a lot of factors that factor in um, how, how human behavior works and all that. So I highly suggest it if you're, if, if charisma is something you're interested in. Um, and then books, any or Edomar's named a few books, right? Mm-hmm. So you named uh, Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad Poor Dad, and what was the last one? Uh, how to make friends and influence people. Exactly. Yeah. By what, what, Dave? Uh, I think no, I thought I thought it was like Napoleon. I think it's Napoleon Hill. How to win friends and influence people? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I Dave think so. Carnegie, no? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, I, I know. I know that book. I'm reading. It's, it's, it's a Napoleon, it's a great so. book, and I feel like everyone should should read it. And then for you, Reynard, any books you read? That well, I'm reading right now. Twelve Rules for Life, by Jordan B. Peterson. I, I haven't gotten to the first rule yet. Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. I don't know. But it's by Jordan Peterson, so I think it's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fair. The book gives you like a structure. It's like, it's not, you. it's not, the book's not telling you what to do. It's just like, 
having a structure is good for you. You can't just be erratic. Yeah. That's I want to talk about more things, but that means this is the end of the podcast. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. There are so many things that me, Itamar, and Reynard want to talk about further. So potentially we'll do a part two and hopefully release it. Hopefully you guys like it. We'll uh, write down some other topics that we could talk about to limit the amount of ums and ahs in this conversation. Um, but then again, this is this this is this is my second podcast, so obviously be improvements later, or my second team to intelligence podcast. So there'll be improvements uh, throughout. But thanks so much for listening, and be sure to wait for the part two. So thanks so much, guys, for coming on. It's been an honor, and hopefully there's a few things that you guys and listeners learned. Thank you so much.